welcome to the Beautiful Life Podcast. This message is by Nigel Desmond. I woke up on Thursday, um, uh, on Thursday morning with um, a scripture, a passage of scripture just resonating in my spirit. But what it was actually was, uh, funnily enough, the Lord reminded me of a dream that I had uh, more than 20 years ago in 1998. I, uh, I had a dream. And in this dream, there were several sections of the dream. I'm not going to share the whole dream with you, but I, uh, uh, I found it quite po- powerful that Clorinda kicked off just by sharing, you know, the dream she had 18 months ago. Um, and just, you know, the way the Lord sets us up with, with his timing on certain things. And, um, but anyway, this dream that I had in 1998 turned out to actually almost be a prophetic calendar of what would happen um, for the next 20 years in, uh, in our life. And um, at the time, my biggest prayer at the time was, you know, I'd had some uh, uh, words about prophecy and about the prophetic office. And, and I, I was so, I didn't even know if I was prophetic or, you know, I kept, I kept on asking the Lord, am I prophetic Lord? Am I supposed to be prophetic? Am I made to prophesy over people, Jesus? And I had this dream and I ended up sitting on an airplane with a prophet from the United States of America. He just happened to sit next to me and he interpreted my dream and then went on to prophesy over it. And, and then I saw um, these boys, these young boys singing um, a Christian song, but they all had yarmulkes on. They were all little Jewish boys. But as I listened to them worship, they were singing Christian, uh, Christian songs. And then I turned, I went down the road, and I walked into a synagogue. And as I walked into this, uh, the synagogue, I looked up, and I noticed people all around me. But on the balcony of the synagogue, there were people all looking down at me. And in the, uh, at, the, at the top, so up at the top of the balcony, there was an older man that I noticed uh, amongst them who was looking down at me. And then uh, as, I, as I looked at him, I started to fly up towards the roof of the synagogue and I noticed the synagogue was completely circular and I flew up and then I flew um, out through the roof. I went through the roof and I began to fly up uh, directly up. And as I looked down at the synagogue, I noticed that there were four roads coming to the uh, synagogue and the synagogue was sitting right at the center uh, of a cross. And uh, then, then I woke up. But when I, when I um, got the interpretation from this, uh, this prophet, and it was an interpretation that really resonated, he explained how, um, he said, you know, right now you are in a transition. You know, the coming out of one building um, speaks about you coming out of a season of your life. And that was just the season, just as we were starting to transition out of our first church plant and go into our second church plant in, uh, in Grahamstown. And uh, to, to, uh, to East London, and um, it, it was dusk, so one one day was ending, and a new a new day uh, uh, was beginning. And then, but you're going to come into a second season, and God is really going to emphasize His voice in the uh, in the season. He's really going to emphasize the prophetic office on your on your life, and there are people watching your life, 
Um, but there's a, a part of that is, uh, is uh, the way of doing church, um, an old way of doing church, the old man. And it speaks about the ways of the Lord that are passing, uh, that are passing away. And then as, you, as I flew up into, uh, through the route, he spoke about the four roads coming to the synagogue, speaks, uh, speaks of worldview. And, uh, you know, for those of you who walked with Debbie and I for a, uh, for a long period of time, you'll know that biblical Christian worldview in the, uh, the four directions, uh, you know, um, uh, north, south, east, uh, west, it's really part of our call um, to call uh, the church to uh, think biblically, to think with a biblical Christian worldview, to apply a biblical Christian worldview to, uh, to all of life. But, um, uh, sorry? And uh, so he, he spoke about that. And he said, and God's just going to give you a bigger picture. You're going to see a bigger picture. And it's all going to come through a revelation of the cross. And literally about five years after that dream, the Lord just took us into this season where he just downloaded so much about the cross and the power of the cross and grace and, being, uh, and uh, a life uh, coming through the cross. But then he began to speak about the, the, the final season, the, 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 well, the season, the culmination season. And he said, I think that has to do with the four, uh, four mysteries spoken of in Proverbs chapter uh, 30, verse 18. And this is the, the, the scripture that he spoke about. I, I'll, I'll tell you, we're, uh, we're almost there. It says, um, Proverbs 30, verse 18, and it says this, there are, um, there are three things which are too wonderful for me, four which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the, in the sky, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the middle of the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. And so you'll see, there, there, uh, there they are in the painting, because I had an artist paint my dream, basically, and the interpretation. So you'll see that the eagle in the sky, and the way of the serpent on the rock. I don't know if you can see it all, all that uh, clearly. Where the serpent on the rock, uh, a ship on the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. Or, uh, 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 and so, um, so I had an artist paint that so that I could meditate on it and put it on my and declare and, it and just declare in a it. different way. Yeah, just declare <laughs> it through art, and that's that's actually a very powerful way. If you have a prophetic word that is a life shaping word, get an artist to paint it for you, or if you are an artist paint it and put it on your wall so you it can speak into your life so and this uh, this week the lord just woke me up with the scripture about the uh, the four uh, the four mysteries and as i've been praying into it i really believe that um this is the time in the in the church around the world where god is going to start releasing revelation into these four wonderful things and there's different interpretations of, uh, of those things. But what I feel like the Lord is speaking um, to me in that and for us is the way of the eagle in the air. I believe that there is a profound next level anointing that is coming on the church to move in the things of the spirit. And uh, the eagle in the air it spe it speaks about the prophetic, but it speaks about the prophetic moving by grace. Grace. And, and in rest, you know, the amazing thing about an eagle, 
Um, an eagle um, soars on the wings of the wind. Uh, they're designed to soar on the wings of the wind. And so you'll see an eagle just resting on the thermals and the, the wind takes them up. It's not like a, a little mossy who has to, you know, he really gives it everything he's got, uh, you know, to get up into there. By the way, for, for those of you not from South Africa, mossy is a sparrow. Um, or, you know, some uh, little fella, uh, a bird. But an eagle just gets carried up. And, and I believe that the Lord is really wanting to release um, and has been releasing over the, uh, the last uh, decade or, or so, even more anointing for the body of Christ to move in, um, in just freedom. And now the interesting thing about the way of an eagle in the air is where an, when an eagle is flown over you, you can't see it. The, the, each of these ways are unknown. You can't see it. So the next thing it speaks about is the way of the serpent on the rock. The thing about a snake that goes uh, and that's that's traveling on a rock, after the snake has passed, there's no way you can't see it. It's a mystery. You don't know how it got there. But what I believe that speaking uh, about is I, I believe that the Lord wants to reveal um, the plans of the enemy against the rock when the rock being Christ. And, uh, you know, the, uh, it, it seems like, you know, the, the, here comes the snake going across the rock and it, it seems to be prevailing. But of course, it's not prevailing against the rock of uh, the rock of Christ. And uh, I, I believe that there's just so, uh, yeah, the rock can also be the, uh, the church. But I, I believe that the Lord is wanting to unmask the plans and the purposes of the enemy. There's an anointing being, uh, being released um, right now. Um, at this at the conference we did this weekend i spoke about how at the beginning of 2020 there was just such a sense of excitement before covid hit because of the amount of prophetic words about like woo you know this is uh, there was prophetic words that this is going to be global reset um there was going to be the, the decade of 2020 vision um and, uh, there was just so much excitement about a 1 billion soul harvest that was happening around the world. And then suddenly COVID hit. And, you know, I'll be honest with you for, I spent a much, much of 2020 very disillusioned thinking, you know, Jesus, this was not what I had in mind when you released these prophetic words. But the more I began to meditate on it, I realized, you know, if we're talking about a reset, for those of you who've ever reset your iPad or your iPhone or any device, you'll realize that the first thing that happens is the screen goes completely black. And, uh, you know, it just dies. And then you sit there praying, let the apple come back. Let the apple come back. Is it dead forever? And then when it does finally reboot, you check, did everything come back? What was lost when that, uh, when that was re uh, reset? Also, I realized that when the Lord spoke about a new day, the new day begins at 12.01. So it literally begins in the darkest time of the night. The new day begins. You should not be discouraged or dismayed when the, the Lord says it's a new day. And we look out and say, but it's dark. Um, the new day begins in the uh, uh, the darkness. And the one billion soul harvest, 
I really believe that this is the hour for that. So, so that part of that, the Lord is unmasking what the enemy is being trying to hide. When that happens, that can be deeply discouraging because you suddenly see, oh my gosh, look what the devil is doing. Well, newsflash, he was doing it before you noticed it. <laughs> he was doing it all along, but now we see. Now we see. So the, the third thing is um, the third mystery is the mystery of the, sh uh, the ship on the seas. And that speaks about the church, uh, the church's place in the nations. The, the, the seas and the scripture speak about the peoples of the earth. And the ship is a type of Noah's ark, which, uh, which brings salvation to God's people. And uh, I, I believe that there's uh, such profound revelation that is being released right now about the place of the church in, uh, in the nations. And I think we, we're in a time where church is going to look different and it's a mystery. Um, and so as, as a result, we are going to need to listen, to be listening to, uh, to the Lord. Because, you know, the, the awkward thing about a flight route of an eagle uh, the path, uh, the path of a snake on the rock, um, or the path of a ship on the seas, is they don't leave roads. They don't leave roads. You you can't uh, you can't go and say, oh, you know, I know the I know where to go to America. I just follow the the road left by the QE two. That that <laughs> the QE two Titanic whatever they left. They left no road behind them. So each voyage you have to navigate and listen. And I believe this is what the Lord's doing is he's taking us out of our old route maps and our old ways of doing things um, to into a, a season of um, absolute reliance on hearing the voice of the Lord to do the things for the season. And the final mystery, I, which makes me so excited, is the way of a man with a maid uh, or a maiden. And it literally talks about what it's actually speaking about many of the commentators I spoke of, especially some of the mystics of ancient times, when they look at that uh, thing, they speak about the way in which a man woos a maiden for her heart. And that despite herself, he finds a way to get into her, her heart. And she doesn't realize how, but she begins to fall for him. And this speaks to me about Jesus coming and wooing the church that despite ourselves we find ourselves falling for jesus over and over again and I, I i sense that a part of the purpose of this year and this time of challenge this time of darkness this time of frustration uh, uh, this time when when we've struggled um is uh, the lord saying it's not dark because it's coming to an end. It's dark because something new has begun. A new day has begun. And it's a day of presence and power. It's a day of unmasking the enemy and victory and un, uh, unchanging uh, faith. It's a day of the church finding new ways to bring salvation to the nations of the earth. And it's a day of intimacy. It's a day of intimacy and knowing and yearning and loving, uh, loving the Lord. And um, so, yeah, I just woke up with that just burning in my spirit on um, on Thursday, Thursday morning. And I wasn't quite sure where the context to share it was, uh, whether it was at the conference that we did. But my strong feeling was that this was something for us. 
um, that, that the Lord is wanting to release this uh, over us at, at this time. So, yeah. So let's pray. Just yeah. receive that. I, that's my family. Let's pray and ask God. Yes, Jesus. Let's say, I'm, here I am, Lord. <laughs> Give me the downloads. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, let's do that. I, I, I'm going to pray that. Um, and I, I don't believe this is going to be a momentary thing. I believe we, we're moving into a season of this. Mm. Um, it's going to be a season. This is, uh, I, my sense is, this is probably a five to a 10-year prophetic word um, that, uh, that we are moving into a season of shift that's going to have a duration of minimum five years, uh, prob uh, probably a, dec uh, a decade. But I, I'm just tremendously excited about this um, because it's a, it's a word not for ministers, but the whole church. This, uh, I know that this is, you know what it is? This is the word. It's, uh, this is the time of mystery, the time of mystery, um, the mystery of Christ being revealed in the earth where the whole body of Christ gets to live out these beautiful, wonderful mysteries as, uh, as this, the, the, the other says. thing that I, I, and the thing that kept on being highlighted for me, um, again and again, when you were sharing was this whole thing of, you know, it's a mystery that you don't see it once it's gone. Uh, one thing that the Lord's been really speaking to me um, is that to in the season that I'm in, and I suppose it's just the season that's probably going to continue considering what we've just said, but um, what the strategy that I gave you yesterday is not necessarily going to work today. You have to be listening. You have to be listening to what, I, what am I, you know, like there's this, it's it's not like um he doesn't want us to rely on, on a formula yeah. we, he wants us to rely on this intimate continuous dialogue and relationship that we have in with him um and that there's something so special to be released um as we we have this living connection that's working out day hour by hour day by day and it's not like this this um we've got it all worked out beforehand you know but then the other um thing that he mentioned was you know the church and that you know can you imagine if we all doing this that you know it's just so much even more powerful because the the spirit brings unity and if we all locked into his spirit doing our part I just see this like huge, powerful body just actually come into life as each person connected to the spirit and thus connected to one another um, starts moving and becoming powerful. If you understand what I'm saying, as we each connected in, you know, um, and doing our part. Yeah. I, I just, I have a real sense that there is something coming um, and it's for all of us. Uh, that's why I feel like the Lord released that dream uh, or reminded me of that dream that I had more than 20 years ago. And it's, it's the season of mystery. So we enter into the season of mystery through the body of Christ, um, through the cross that qualifies us for every blessing uh, of, uh, of it's what Jesus did that qualifies us for uh, for revelation 
for, for everything that God wants to give us. We hope you have enjoyed this message from Nigel Desmond.